Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap. It's February 1st, 2021. We are here for the post-Raw podcast on Fightful.com. We, of course, we did a Royal Rumble post show. YouTube.com slash Fightful Scraps. We had two Royal Rumble watch-alongs, one for the men's, one for the women's. Last week, I had interviews with Effie and Ricky Shane Page ahead of GCW's Fight Forever. And FightfulSelect.com breaking all kinds of news. But you know what? Uh, we got Denise Salcedo here, and she's got a pretty cool shirt on. Look at that. I do. I have, you know, I still don't know anything about the California Raisins. Like, this is the extent of my knowledge. I got to say, that's a pretty badass shirt. Yeah, it looks pretty awesome. Like, when I got it, I had a package, and I was like, what the hell did I order? I was like, I don't remember ordering anything. And I kind of lo- lost hope for your third package, Sean. But well, it- well, Denise, it's funny you're mentioning packages. Did you see what I tweeted before I went on the air? Oh, wait. No, I didn't. I, I thought tweeted- you were something else. I tweeted that tonight on the air, during the Blue Chew read, I'm going to reveal my package. That's what you On tweeted. the air. And not that one. Not the one that you got, Denise. Not not the package that you got, which is a great California Raisin shirt that I sent well before Christmas, by the way. Uh, took six weeks. You almost you almost got it in February. Yeah. My God. Guys, okay. please leave a thumbs so, up. <clears throat> Go ahead. Sorry. What package now? A package. What kind of package do you think I'm going to reveal in conjunction with a well, blue chew? I mean, read. Can you just like mm, warn. No, no, no. It'll everybody. Everybody gets no warning whatsoever on the air. <laughs> I am a professional. I break a lot of wrestling news. I am the best in my field, 
and I'm revealing my package tonight. Hey, on the you Fight really Podcast. want those ratings on here. I do. I do. Uh, leave a thumbs up, guys. Subscribe. Tap the bell for notifications. Do us a solid. Go over to YouTube.com slash Fightful Scraps. Get those watch hours up for us so we can monetize that bad boy. But also, we've got a Twitch, twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. Check it out. But while you're here, donate a super chat. Get your question or statement read on the air. And Trevor L. says, who would win in a fight, the great O'Shawn or the mediocre dollar man? Did you see my new gimmicks on the WrestleTalk thing? No, I did not. See, I had a tweet that somebody sent me, and they were like, your boy's going crazy. And I was like, well, which boy? I was like, I don't even know who. Wow. Didn't I, give me any, any details on what happened. I'm sorry. Did you did you do any of the the wrestle talk stuff? No, I decided not to do any watch alongs except for although I was asked, uh, I only did the Matt Men one for the pre show because I I find it very distracting to do watch alongs. I don't pay attention yeah. as much, so so I I didn't do any. I did Matt Men too. By the way, Andrew Zarian will be filling in for Jeremy Lambert on Friday. Make sure you guys check that out. But our dude Throwback says, thank you guys for making my night end right. Have a phenomenal show. Stuck inside with this blizzard that is bloody wicked. 17 inches of snow, they say, tonight. Wow. Well, don't worry, guys. I'll have um, many inches of package coming your guys' way. So get those super chats in and be ready for the package. Oh, boy. Monday Night Raw, I got to give them credit. There was a lot of stuff that mattered on this show, and that is a stark contrast from uh, what we have seen of late on WWE, where, quite frankly, nothing mattered. Right. So last night, the Royal Rumble was so good that part of me was thinking, all right, if Raw sucks tonight, I'm going to give them a pass just because I really felt that the Royal Rumble was so good and one of the best events that we've seen in a very long time. However, today I actually found myself very invested in what was going on and a lot of different things that happened on Raw tonight. And I thought that Raw, for the most part, was very, uh, it was enjoyable tonight. It was very enjoyable. One of the highlights is our friend Wrestling Ramble says, Damian Priest, he was all over this show. Cannot wait to talk about that. Ryan Spice says, I thought I'd ask after the ending, has anyone seen Danny DeVito's Penguin and Alexa Bliss in the same room? Oh, Jesus. Oh, boy. The Nerd Guru says, two feet of snow was still easier to get through than Raw. However, not as bad as previous weeks. It wasn't that tough for me to get through Raw this week. Like, uh, compared to so many other weeks, this one wasn't bad at all for me. There are certain episodes, Sean, where I will literally, I, I'll come on here and I'll tell you, dude, I don't know what I'm going to say. I have nothing going on. Or I'll tweet like two things about Raw. But today I was on fire. I was like, oh my God, I have so many thoughts and opinions on what's happening. I'm excited for the show today. And that's exciting for me. Yeah. And and like I said, there was stuff that matters, even though it didn't end the way that I wanted necessarily. Aaron Entertainment said, Yokozuna icons must watch. I agree, and uh, by the way, guys, FightfulSelect.com, once we we move on to Fightful.com, I'll be doing reviews of all the WWE Network content, so another thing for you guys to look forward to. We announced that recently. We're going to re-add forums as well. Uh, Lots of cool stuff. Ryan B. Jam says, swearing like a drunk Sailor Denise in her Bianca reaction must have made SRS proud. I haven't seen it, and I'm going to go watch it after this. I've been busy. I was up till 4 a.m. last night. 
Well, yeah, I did a react. Okay, so like I said, I don't do watch alongs, but I started, I was so pumped when the, the final two were Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair. And I was like, all right, things are going to go down. So I quickly grabbed my phone and like turned it on, but it was so hard to do because I don't have a pop socket and my hands were sweating. So my phone was like slipping from my hands during this little video that I did. It's like the worst shot video I've ever done in my life, but I was like, screw it. This is a spur in the moment type thing. And unfortunately, the real Denise, that not a lot of people get to see comes out in this video i gotta say it does like surprise me like when we'll go off the air and you'll curse <laughs> no i, I forgot <laughs> what it was when we were when we were talking off air and i was just being my normal self and then afterwards i was like wait i think i showed way too much of myself to sean right now well i'm about to show everybody my package so uh get prepared for it guys jonathan hedman says it's been a long day but hearing there's going to be packages on this show i gotta stay up or stay away. Oh, don't worry. You're getting the totality of it too, guys. Don't worry. Don't worry. But this show kicked off with Drew McIntyre, and Cyclops brings up a good point. Why did Drew keep getting yelled at by old men? (laughs) I don't have a response for that. Oh, man. So Drew comes out, and he's putting over everybody. And he, he does. He puts over everybody. And then Edge comes out, and he's like, Buddy, basically he says he doesn't have any edge to him. That's it. He's saying that Drew doesn't have any edge. And they they imply that there's some kind of mentorship that I was not aware of. It's it's like one of those things, even the Seamus thing. Like, we didn't hear for 10 years that Seamus and Drew McIntyre were buddies. We know they were, but if we didn't hear about it for like 10 years. Like, we're, when have they ever mentioned to us that Edge was – Drew's mentor. I get it. The time adds up, but I ain't buying it. Yeah. Okay. So I kind of wasn't as nitpicky on this. I was pretty excited about this opening segment because I thought, okay, Edge versus Drew is something that I definitely would be interested in seeing. Now, I do want Drew to win, though. And part of me was thinking, oh, man, like, what if they give, like, a title run to Edge, which I don't mind whatsoever. But I still want to see Drew have a very long title reign. And so I kind of – I actually like this, though, because they're essentially like, okay, it's the day after Royal Rumble. They're really pushing – that we're on the road to WrestleMania thing. And so this felt to me like a like an important segment that's pump, pumping me enough to get excited about the direction in which they're heading in with WrestleMania to see what the magic main event is going to be, you know, on the Raw side and eventually the SmackDown side as well. So I liked the segment, but to be honest with you, when Sheamus came out, I kind of forgot about him. I kind of forgot that they were even doing the storyline with Drew and Sheamus. And I don't know why, but I forgot. Well, I know why, Denise. It's because he's won one singles match since the end of October. And all he had to do was kick Drew one time and Drew goes, all right, you've got your match. Okay, when Drew won this title, 10 years ago or 10 months ago. It feels like 10 years ago after the year we had. I was like, you know what? 10 10 months ago, (laughs) he said, I'm going to give this title or this title shots to people who deserve it. And the first person who got a title shot was big show. And then the second person was Seth Rollins coming off of a, a WrestleMania loss. And then it was Dolph Ziggler who just showed up and asked for it. Then Randy got like three or four of them got like three or four title shots. And then Goldberg just showed up and said, ah, well, I want a title shot. And he got one. Like this has been the direct opposite. 
And that should be a thing that Drew says. Drew should be like, I wanted to give title shots to people who deserved it. And it's just been people who who just asked for it. If that's the case, why isn't everybody just kicking him in the face? But here's the thing, though, is how many people actually remember that? Remember that statement? I mean, besides you, I honestly, I forgot. It wasn't until you said it right now where I thought, oh, man, he did say that. And obviously, nobody cared about, you know, his feud with the big show. I remember coming on here and complaining about the whole thing with Dolph Ziggler because it felt so boring and so stale. And I've been, I've been coming on here each and every single week saying we need credible challengers for Drew McIntyre. And I do feel like we're starting to get those options. But but when you tie it back to what you said in terms of people that actually deserve it, we're definitely not getting that because if we were getting to that, then we'd be seeing somebody like a Keith Lee, you know, going for the title and working a program with Drew McIntyre. And we're not seeing that. But even with all that being said, I did not hate this opening segment. I didn't hate it either. I, I really didn't. And a lot of people brought up Bobby Lashley. I didn't bring up Bobby Lashley because Bobby, you, you could argue, did deserve it. I mean, he lost to Aleister Black. But then he won, like, I feel like he won, like, four or five matches to lead up to Backlash. So I wasn't bothered by that. They heat him up really, really well. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, I didn't hate the segment either. I'm excited for a Drew-Sheamus match because Sheamus is doing some of the best work of his career. And I do like Edge saying, you need to be smarter than this. You need to watch what what you're doing. You're playing a dangerous game. He's got like the crafty veteran gimmick now because he didn't do much of anything in the Royal Rumble. But I'm okay with that because he's the crafty veteran. He's smart. He's got experience. He picked his spots. He didn't eliminate a a shit ton of people or anything like that. He is the crafty veteran, and I dig that. And Chance Calton says, if Edge does win at Mania, I'd be less upset about him beating Drew than I would be Roman. Also, go Cats. Um, well, the cats aren't going anywhere right now. They're sitting on the sidelines, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't think I want to see edge beat Roman. If edge faces Roman, I kind of want to see Roman take the old dog out back and shoot him. You know what I mean? Like, I want to see Roman crush him, kind of. Yeah, and here's the thing. Because Roman is literally, arguably, the best thing right now in WWE. And it kind of, for me, if anybody is going to get one over on Roman Reigns and defeat him, I feel it has to be, like, a guy. And I don't even know who yet. I don't even have a name for you just yet. It's probably someone we haven't even seen get to that level yet. For me, I would want to see a young talent, a young guy that can really, like, launch himself into superstardom with the company if he were to beat Roman Reigns. I don't want it to be wasted on somebody that's already established or even or not even mildly that special. So for me, I would like to I would like it to be somebody that, you know, just could be propelled to that next, next level if they were to beat Roman Reigns, especially after his match with Kevin Owens. I mean, the guy practically tried killing himself like 40 times and he couldn't get a win over Roman Reigns. So now the next, so whoever gets a win over Roman Reigns, he kind of has to show that he went for it a whole lot more than Kevin Owens did. Yeah, I I completely agree. Um, Drew McIntyre does give Sheamus this match. What did you make of Drew Gulak giving Sheamus his bags? I don't know. Not much of it. What did you make of it? I, I wonder, I don't know. I wonder if they're going to do something there. I, that's it, it was too like, it was too elaborate to not mean something. You know what I mean? 
like, like they wouldn't have had it. Ha- they wouldn't have had it happen if it wasn't going to lead to something. Yeah. Yeah. They would just would have had somebody else out there. And yeah, I'm interested in that. And I'm, I'm very interested in Seamus and Drew, but I would really like to see Seamus actually win matches. He's won one singles match since October. Since late October, has it really been one? Because he's had some good matches that I recall as of late. Who was? Oh yeah, didn't he have a really good one with Matt Riddle? He had a bunch of good ones with Matt Riddle. Yeah, but since November rolled over, uh, he he beat John Morrison. He won that tag match on on Friday. He won a a match uh, with Morrison and the Miz. But Keith Lee beat him a couple times. AJ Styles beat him. Um, I feel like yeah, even Kofi beat him back in October, but he, he had beaten Riddle at some point, but eh, man, uh, I just wish they could, they should heat these people up. It's very easy to do. Very easy to do. Colin says, if Edge faces Roman, who does Drew face at Mania? Uh, I wouldn't mind it if it was that John Cena fella. You know who I was thinking, and this is not who I want, but I was thinking, what if they go this direction? What if they go with Braun Strowman, Drew? It's not something that I want, (laughs) but I can see them going that direction. Yeah, I could do. Um, I could no brawn tonight. No, you're right. No brawn tonight. Oh my god! Last night at the when the rumble when he came out in the thirty thirtieth spot, I forgot that he was even going to come out. I forgot that he was even going to be in the rumble in the thirtieth oh spot. And I was all thinking, oh man, who's going to be number thirty? I'm so hyped. And then I was like, oh yeah, brawn. <laughs> what if it was the package? Would you have marked out then? The package. Oh, yes. Nerd Nerd Guru says, Drew passively mentioning Roman Reigns is a nice touch. I think that could be your Mania 8 or Mania 38 mega main event. I think Rock and Roman Reigns would be the the mega main event and Becky and Ronda. And I think they're going to go balls to the wall to fill up AT&T Stadium. I think they're going to throw every single thing. Next year. Next year. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm already confused on what year are happening but we don't even know like what the situation is going to be like even next year so oh you know what they want to do you know they want to put over a hundred thousand people in so they can do all those documentaries in the future where they go after the pandemic we got a hundred thousand people wwe fixed the world you, you know that's what they want to do <laughs> rewrite the history of the COVID 19 of course yeah ducking llamas has heard that vince has been mia recently even at royal rumble yeah you heard that because fightfulselect.com exclusively reported that and yeah uh he's been dealing with the unfortunate passing of his brother so we send our love our condolences our thoughts to the family of, of rod mcmahon that 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 sucks and you can criticize booking all you want uh vince lost his brother and ain't nothing in this wrestling shit that's more important than that Mark Gordon says, call up Cross to dethrone Roman at SummerSlam. I don't know. I I don't think so. Roman Reigns is the best character in wrestling right now to me. I'm going to be really picky in terms of who I'm going to say this is the guy that should dethrone yeah. Roman Reigns. And so it's not him either. To me, right now, that person doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. To me, exactly. there ain't nobody. That's He's why the, I said I didn't have a name either. Yeah. They, they spent so many years trying to make him the guy. That's what he is right now. He's the guy. Heel, babyface, doesn't matter. He's the guy. This is his, his This is his run. This is the run that they wanted him to have for so long, but Vince was too stubborn to turn him heel. Had they done this a long time ago, I think they could have done this, but 
you know, I mean, honestly, a couple of years ago, had you told me that all of this would go down, I don't even think so. I feel like people were so anti Roman Reigns that I couldn't have even possibly pictured him being over with the fans or anything like that. Well, so that's that's why is because they were forcing that character. And had he done this, it would have went a lot better, I think. Oh, yeah, for sure. Throwback says, do you see this scenario? Edge wins against Roman as a run uh, or as a lead and loses to Brian at SummerSlam. Brian versus Roman going to the latter half of the year. I definitely see Brian challenging for the title at some point. Um, but I don't think that Ed, I don't think Edge is going to beat Roman Reigns. I don't. I don't. And somebody mentions your shirt. It's giving you 91 flashbacks. It's supposed to. I wasn't even alive in 91 yet. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Sonny says. Greg Hamilton looked like he was having a medical emergency last night during the Universal Title entrances. I hope he's okay. I haven't heard anything about that. I, I'll check. Yeah, I hope he's okay. Really, really do. Brandon Charles Powell says, the only person iconic enough to beat Roman is Brock, but I'm not sure if and when that match could happen. I don't even think Brock should. Not even Brock. Not now. He doesn't need it. He doesn't need it. Exactly. Roman's the guy. He is the biggest star in the company right now. Ryan B. Jam says it would not take much to build up Keith Lee to be the guy to dethrone Roman. Not right now. Not to me. I don't see it. I think for me, the ship has sailed. I, I love yeah. I love Keith Lee. I love him. He's great. Ain't nobody on Roman Reigns' level right now in totality. Not, not a bit. Man, there's a lot of super chats about Damian Priest, so I'm very excited to talk about him. I'm I'm glad he's getting love. Oh, boy, am I glad he's getting love, and we're going to talk about that later. But Riddle defeated Lashley via DQ. Uh, this is good while it's, while it's happening. Like, Lashley's throwing Riddle around. He's really aggressive. I love the mean streak out of Bobby Lashley. Uh, Riddle does, like, a, a springboard floating bro to the outside, and then Lashley does the hurt lock in the ropes and gets DQ'd. So, of course, it's it's WWE. It's a title feud. They got to do it at least three times. We're getting it another time. I don't know. I don't need everything so many times. I don't know. I, uh, it just it felt like a wasted time. They could have done this the first go around. I have an unpopular opinion. I go think. ahead. I am so over this Bobby Lashley thing. It's not doing anything for me. Like it has run its course. It's dried up for me. I feel if you want to get me to be interested in Bobby Lashley, you have to come up with some other way. I right now I'm just over it. I was kind of I kind of I kind of feel like Matt Riddle, the moments that he has been allowed to, you know, look good in the ring, he's he's done his part. I mean, we we're just talking about this, you know, match that he had with Sheamus or whatever, just like little moments that he's had. But then anytime he builds up any sort of credibility, uh, you know, of, like within the next week or the next 24 hours or however long afterwards, it's completely eliminated. It's gone. Anything that Matt Riddle did to get over in the people's eyes all of a sudden gets taken back. And one of the examples that I put out there was that la last night at the Rumble, he had such a great exchange with Daniel Bryan. All his strikes were on point. His groundwork was on point, all of that stuff. And he looked like a star. And then he came out today and all of this thing with Bobby Lashley, I mean, he just made him look like a dork. And I didn't necessarily care for that very much. And I know that 
So I know that a lot of people aren't the biggest fans of Matt Riddle, and I get all that, but I actually think that there's more upside to building up Matt Riddle than Bobby Lashley, just because, I mean, just in terms of we, everybody's always talking about the new superstars, the new superstars, let's build them up. Okay, Matt Riddle is one of those guys, and I just would have preferred to see him, you know, just get start giving them something, you know, give them something. I feel like it's just give and take all the time. WWE often feels like the only way to do a feud is to do it to death. Um, So here's the deal. December 21st, the Hurt Business, Lashley and MVP beat Jeff Hardy and Riddle. The next week, the Hurt Business, all of them, beat Jeff Hardy and Riddle in New Day. The next week, Riddle beat Bobby Lashley. The next week... Lashley beat Riddle after he, uh, you know, did a little cheap shot to him. The next week, the Hurt Business, Bobby Lashley, Cedric, and Shelton beat Riddle in the Lucha House Party. A week and a half later, Riddle eliminates Lashley from the Royal Rumble. And then tonight we get this. I don't need this over and over and over and over again. Championship matches don't feel special when you've seen them fight each other 200 times every week it's the same thing and i like riddle and lashley a whole lot i love that mma style i love it and i like lashley having a mean streak and he's usually pretty protected he doesn't lose much but i'm with you denise give me a reason to care why should we care we i I was gonna care about this because the title was on the line well okay we saw that didn't matter yeah. Imagine if they were taking care of Keith Lee the way that they are doing with Bobby Lashley, like giving him a little bit of that. Damn, that would go so far for him. I'm with you. I'm with you. Demi God says, F it. Kenny Omega beats Roman in two years. Nope, not right now. Don't want to see it. Love Kenny Omega. Uh, probably my favorite wrestler to watch in the world, him and Sasha Banks at this point. But uh, no, no, I don't want to see it. I didn't realize you were such a big Sasha Banks fan. Sasha Banks is incredible. She is a wonderful performer. Um, I mean, look look what she did with a completely green Reginald. She had a fun match with Reginald. I mean, she's incredible. Xavier Woods defeated Mustafa Ali. Mustafa Ali, apologies for the mispronunciation. Um, good to see Kofi Kingston back, and it's good to see Ali talking. This was another dumb WWE finish. T-Bar was in the ring yanking around on stuff. And then Xavier won with a great crucifix, a fantastic crucifix pin. I loved it. It's good to see Kofi back in action, but this is another one of those things. Let's do it to death. Let's do it to death. Why do I need to see Kofi fight Mustafa Ali if he's losing in a couple minutes via crucifix pins. Why does that make me want to see this match with Kofi? I don't know, but I do know that out of all the matches that we've seen done to death with Xavier Woods and all the members of Retribution, I will have to say that this one with Ali was the best one that they've had so far. For what it was, it was fine. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do next with Retribution, though. I think now is the time to make up a decision about where their future is headed there. Uh, this was the best one. I My favorite part was when Kofi did that leap on the outside. I think he landed like you t-bar as like a step i thought yes, that was did. pretty cool but uh for the most part like this was just there 
but it was probably the best out of all the series of matches that Woods has been having with them. Love all the great ingredients involved, per usual. Love New Day. Put out there today how much I wanted to interview Xavier Woods this year. Only member of the New Day I haven't interviewed. Did you see his response? He responded? Oh, yeah. What did he say? It, it was a gif with red tape. You get it? Get it? All the red tape I got to go through to get it. Um, did you see me willing this Big E Christian match into existence? Oh, I did see that. Yes. Sean, you see a lot. I have to go. Th- I have to make a whole day just to go and read everything. Make sure I see everything. <laughs> well, at least when you have fifty nine thousand followers, you gotta you gotta please them. And one day you'll be there. I have full confidence, Denise. <laughs> hey, I'm trying. I'm trying. I, I am going going to will this Christian match into existence. For those of you who aren't familiar, Christian's last match was a top contender match for the IC title. Uh, he beat Dolph Ziggler. Alberto Del Rio and Sheamus on a March 2014 episode of Raw, and he was supposed to face Big E, who was then the IC champion, the next night on main event. It didn't happen. Christian never wrestled again until last night. And I was like, okay, they did this big face-off. Big E's Intercontinental Champion again. Christian still has that title shot. Who's Christian facing at WrestleMania? Why not Big E? And Big E posted a picture of it i'm just saying retweeted our article i I want this to happen i want this to happen i think this can be an awesome like 10 15 minute badass intercontinental title match i want it so so bad that's a really good manifestation and it's just saying starting to get the ball rolling on that speaking of the ball rolling i'm showing my package later i hate myself i do this to myself Andrew Lolivar says, isn't the rumored Roman versus Edge match a lose-lose match? Don't want either to lose at Mania. Rather get Edge beating Drew in a great match. I don't, I, I'm here for the story, Denise. You give me a good story, and oh. I, I'm, I'm here for the ride. I don't want to see Edge beat Drew, though. I, I, I don't want to see that. I, I just feel like, I don't know, I, I wouldn't want to see it. Reminder, guys, get your Super Chats in. Uh, if you're new here, we get to them as we review that segment, but... If we pass that segment and you still want us to to read read something, you can still super chat that, of course. Uh, Drew Nicholas says, it doesn't matter if people lose. Feuds go on and on in WWE. And that's the unfortunate thing, Denise. When you have nine matches, you're bound to get 50-50. Exactly. I mean, how many times didn't we see Apollo Crews and the Hurt Business? God, oh. I, I feel like that, to me, was a big, giant, like, lump of... I can't even remember one individual match anymore. It's just one big lump of memory that was taken up in my brain and uh xavier made light of it he said i'm stuck in this best of five with retribution i thought that was very funny might as well make light of it right guys also leave us a thumbs up on this video how about this i'm dropping an interview with shaza mckenzie this week and it is a very funny interview we spend like the duration of it talking uh, talking about how she got booked for nxt and how she got booked for AEW. And these are freaking hilarious stories. Like I was dying laughing during these. So check those out this week. Got a couple other good interviews. Me and you are both interviewing Matt Cardona tomorrow. How about that? Damn. Why but but here's, here's, here's still my interview. Here's what I'm going to do. Same problem with Rick Uchino. I had your problem last time with Shotzi. Listen, listen, now again. listen. I'm going to hold it off for a couple weeks. I'm not going to release it for a couple weeks just because I appreciate your friendship. Wait, you kind of do that all the time though. <laughs> Well, I'm doing it for you this time. How about that? That's mean. I don't want no pity views. 
<laughs> Fine, guys. Don't watch Denise's I interview. I am up for the challenge, Sean. I, I don't will want take a one on one. I don't want a challenge. And I had a feeling too, obviously, because a I bunch mean, of people, he's doing the rounds. It's yeah, okay. they're doing, they're doing, yeah, the, they're rounds. doing the rounds. I mean, mine's going to be the best. We're doing, he's doing the rounds. Sean, I don't know how to tell you this, but like my, my interviews are amazing and like people love them. Yeah, they are. They're really good. What I'm not going to sit here and pretend they're not good. The Hebekin says, do you think The Rock can build up Jimmy or Jay so one of them can beat Roman after the match at Mania? Nope. Jimmy or Jay ain't going to be that. Um, I hope they're back soon, though. But no, I don't. I think The Rock will face Roman Reigns next year. That's that's I what I think. I don't think a lot of people really believed when we said we were going to be really picky about who was going to win against Roman Reigns. Yeah. The stakes are high. The requirements are high. Raw Tag Team Championships. Hurt Business defeated Lucha House Party. I loved Lucha House Party getting a title shot. Now, I don't necessarily like them, the WWE being like, ah, who cares about the brand split? They can be everywhere. But they have won five consecutive two-on-two tag team matches. You know how big I am about people earning it. They've earned it, and they've done it across three different brands for the last few months. So I love this. If they've won four or five in a row, give them a title shot. Why not? And somebody say might say, oh, well, you don't have any grand plans for them. This can be the grand plan for them, losing to the Hurt Business. You might as well use that momentum that they have before they probably get bounced out of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Classic next week or something, and they don't have that winning streak going on. This match was good. Lucha House Party is always good in these situations, and I love Shelton Benjamin tagging himself in, hitting his old finish, and uh, taking the win. I thought this is one of the, the better things on Raw, but uh, what did you think? This was a good match, and I especially liked Grand Metal League. I mean, there was a moment during this match where he was just bouncing around from apron to apron. I mean, like, the guy was doing it like he was, I don't know, a bird. Doing it just so easily, like no big deal. Um, so I will say that it was just a fun matchup to watch. Like for what it was, it was perfectly great. And here's the thing is that I'm also surprised that like all of a sudden we're finally starting to see the Lucha House Party get some sort of traction. And I'm liking it. And I feel like if they mixed it up, mixed it up a little bit more with them, with other guys, even in singles competition, it doesn't always have to be tag team matches. I do feel like they could add another other element that I think is heavily missing from raw is, you know, really adding that fast paced style and just having, you know, fun matches. Yeah. Tag team wrestling should be booked as important. If it takes edge and Christian tagging to make it important, I don't care. Make me feel like it's important to you guys, because if you don't care, then I'm not going to care. And we don't care. Oh, what are you doing? (laughs) What's that one song again? (laughs) (sighs) Trent Gaspard says it was so cool to see Carlito on raw. I'll see myself out on that note. Carlito and Jeff Hardy defeated Elias and Jackson Riker. I did not think this was a good match. Carlito was rusty, but he looked great. This is the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall. He knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working. The HVAC is humming and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, 
for the ones who get it done. Physically. Did you? Okay, so it took me literally till today when I realized why Carlito couldn't do the apple spot. I didn't realize it last night until today. And I was like, what the hell? What is wrong with my brain here? But uh, dude, Carlito looked phenomenal in terms of like, like his body was like, it was, it was good. It was good. Not, not as good as my package. That's for sure. Okay. And then uh, the actual match. Wait, what? No, I just reiterating. Not as good as my package. He does not look as chiseled as my package. To say sorry, I didn't put over the package enough. Okay. Um, what else did I want to add about? See, now I forgot what I wanted to add about this. All right. Uh, honestly, great to see Carlito back. And oh yeah, I thought I thought it was gonna be funny. This is how I realized that the spot wasn't happening because my brain was like, "Oh, how cool would it be if he did the spitting apple on 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 Riker?" <laughs> and then you know, like poetic justice, I spit in the in the face of people who aren't cool. And I was like mentally already planning that out. And then afterwards, I was like, "Wait." he can't do it because of like COVID and all of that. So that's how the thought process on this worked out, but it was nice to see Carlito. Yeah. He was stumbling and fumbling around a bit. Still got to get those legs underneath him. Looks great physically. Um, This is the eighth match of the Elias Jeff Hardy feud since October. I'm ready to move on Denise. We're going to get it a few more times. This isn't it. Well, you know what everybody else is going to get a few more times. What? My package, Denise. It's time. Oh, it's time for the package? It's time for my package. Are y'all ready? Look at that. Thick, hard, solid package. <laughs> right there. Denise, uncover your eyes. I'm scared. Oh, what's look that? at it. <laughs> look at this package. It's the total package. And let me tell you what, guys, if you want inches and inches of solid, chiseled, rock-hard package, our friends at Blue Chew will get you there. It won't be a torture rack, but you'll be racking a little bit of something when you use Blue Chew and the code FIGHTFUL. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. Oh, look at that. Look at him. Look how flexible he is. But it's a chewable, so it gets into your system whenever you're ready or whenever you're not. Look how vascular he is. Wow. It's It's prescribed online. It's prescribed online. It ships straight to your door. They work with Blue Chew affiliated physicians to get you the active ingredient you need. And you might say, well, well, isn't it just simple? Isn't it just one? No, there, there's mul- multiple active ingredients and they find the one that's right for you. So it's ready when you are. Your performance is important. Take it from the total package. Yeah, oh, yeah. Pay $5 shipping. Get that first shipment free when you use that code Fightful. They're so confident in it that they'll give it to you for free. They know you're going to come back for more. Just like WCW came back for more of the package. They couldn't resist themselves. I mean, I'm not going to ask you to show up and make a surprise appearance at the Mall of America like the package. But he had a great performance. 
And that's what you want. That's what Blue Chew gives you. Blue Chew code Fightful. You don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy or at the doctor's office. It ships straight to your door, and that's important. You don't have to go have that embarrassing conversation. Hey, you know what? I want a little something for my package. BlueChew.com code Fightful. Mm, Denise, look at him. I feel very inappropriate looking at him like this. Look at that. Doesn't All feel... those abs on the package, the total package. You're starting a whole new category in the naughty sites. This is bad. <laughs> where, where can we put him here? I feel like <laughs> I need him in the shot. Can he like, <laughs> damn, there we Come go. Come on your shoulder. You can't see him there. He doesn't move oh, that much. Legitimately, this... This is from the same year your shirt is. This is from 1991. Wow, this, is the, this. I bought this at Toy Vomit recently. Uh, by the way, you guys might have saw me in the Toy Vomit commercial on GCW Fight Forever. But this was the first wrestling action figure I ever got for Christmas. So I went and bought it at Toy Vomit. But I'm I'm so glad that all of you could see my package and enjoy it and respect it for as solid as it is. Brian Lambert said, Blue Chew will make you grunt like a match. Uh, Evan Wright says, Sean, thoughts on Jesty and Festus? I haven't seen that yet, by the way. I have not seen it. If it's from BTE, I haven't seen it. Jamie Miles says, the return of Sean Ross Sensual. Thanks, Blue Chew. That's, that's just how I am. Evan Wright says, we got Hardy Carlito versus Jeff Jarrett and Gunner on Raw. Yeah, um, not my idea of a good time. That's for sure. Injection 2K says it's got to be Drew beating Roman because they can tell the story of Drew never beating Roman in a straight-up one-on-one match. If they can heat up Drew to that point, I'm okay with it because Drew got beat by Roman at Survivor Series and he got beat by him at WrestleMania when when Roman Reigns came back. And Roman Reigns as a heel saying, I came back from cancer and beat you. No problem. Like, like like a, a dismissive way. Oh, I think that would be really good, but they, they've got to make sense of it. Yeah. I think they do have to make sense of it. And it's, I feel like drew is very, very likable. I don't know if he'd be, he should, I don't know. It depends on how they play this out until I see something like that. Then I would be able to make a more informed decision. Sure. I, yeah. It's, there's a lot of options. Well, Naomi and Lana defeated Asuka and Charlotte and Mandy Rose and Lana. First off, I want to say I'm glad that Naomi is getting featured. That's cool. She deserves uh, it. She was she one does. of the highlights last night. Her along with Bianca Belair for the Women's Rumble. And they booked her so strong, like so long, and she got eliminated by both tag champions. And you can play off of that now because she won this match. I do not need to see Asuka getting pinned with a flying ass to the face. I don't need to see that. Uh, that that springboard kick that Naomi does, though, holy crap, that is a fantastic move. I love it. I think she does it better than anybody in wrestling. Um, I think it's it's great. I would do that as a finish, but I ain't Naomi. I don't think we need the Raw Women's Champion getting pinned either when there's another team in the ring. Uh, Dana and Mandy, who have great matching outfits now, good for them. I I like Naomi and Lana winning this for a couple reasons. One, Lana deserves her spotlight and her tag title match that she lost out on. And two, Naomi deserves all kinds of stuff. Naomi is, is really great. 
How'd you feel about this? I wasn't necessarily as crazy of the duo of Naomi and Lana just because I just feel like they I don't know. I don't like the whole thrown together thing. And then now they're getting an opportunity. I don't, I prefer to see Naomi as her own singles person doing her own thing. And I actually was thinking that I would prefer to see Lana uh, mixed in with Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose. I feel like having her as, you know, like adding that extra depth of personality to that team. I think they can do a whole lot more there, especially if they're trying to find a spot with Lana, because just seeing her bounce around from part, to partner it's not doing anything for me because then it just doesn't let me take anything seriously so I would prefer to see her in something like that than this whole thing with Naomi I think Naomi needs to be her own person doing her own thing all of that wouldn't mind her being a heel but I but she's very likable she's one of those people I'm like can she pull off a heel role not not like taking a shot at her performance just she's really likable yeah, I, I, she's too, her character's too much fun for her yeah. to even be a heel. Like she, she, she's a lot of fun. I'm done with the distraction shit with Lacey and Charlotte. Oh yeah, done with it. Since I just want one. one <laughs> I want one raw without distraction stuff. But it's kind of pointless too, because at this point, like it's just annoying and it's making Charlotte look, it's not making her look like the greatest. Like at this point, why should she even care? So she comes out and wears her robes. Why isn't she, you know, closing up her robes or whatever? Just ignore it. It's not doing anything for Charlotte either. Oh yeah. Unfortunate news. Ryan B. Jam mentions Dustin Diamond, AKA Screech from Saved by the Bell passed away. Yeah. He did some stuff on uh, TNA in the early days. He did some Memphis Championship Wrestling. He appeared as a contestant on Celebrity Championship Wrestling. Only 44 years old. It's unfortunate. <sighs> really, really sad. Man went through some stuff in his life. Uh, sending love to everybody affected by that. Um, and no no easy way to segue into this, but Sean is always our dong lord. But more importantly, he's our hero jack package. Roses are red, the chew is blue. Edge won the rumble. Now I'm hard to. No. That was a good super chat. It, it was a very good one. Nerd super Bruce, chat of the night. He, you know what, guys? I challenge you to one up that. Please send us more money. Wow. <laughs> I got to make really you pushing it, Sean. Listen, this is how we pay our bills here at Fightful. I don't get a percentage. It's it's to to pay the other people around here. Nerd Guru says, is it too much to ask for Naomi uh, Mania? I don't need to see Charlotte and Asuka again, although Asuka should be the one to turn as tease tonight. I mean, Naomi did have a pretty big grounding moment in her hometown and, and did that. So, I mean, she has been, she's done a lot of stuff. Unfortunately, she's battled the injury bug an awful lot lately, which which sucks. Yeah, I just think that a lot of the stuff that she has done has sort of been forgotten because it was never like up there like some of the other girls. And I think that they could get her. I think they could get her to that point. Like if they just let, actually let her do something like I think her versus uh, like a baby, like baby face Naomi versus a heel Oscar would be really fun. I mean, why not? Yeah. Uh, Taryn, actually different super chat. Uh, Daniel Marshall says, my sleep has been so messed up. From being in another lockdown, these review get me through the bad nights. Thanks for all the work you do. Hey, thanks for caring. We appreciate you very much. Oh boy, uh, I'll save Alexa and Nikki for the to tie into the main. 
But the most super chatted thing that we have tonight by far is Damian Priest, and I love it. This guy was a main roster star the moment he showed up, and I always thought as soon as Vince McMahon sees him, he's going to go, Goddamn, pal, look at him. <laughs> he is everything that's, that Vince wishes so many other people were. And if they book him smart, he can be a big star. By his own admission, he spent a lot of time not taking wrestling seriously. But he takes it seriously now. He exudes just cool guy. Like, I buy everything. I buy that Bad Bunny would be like, yeah, I'm going to hang out with Damian Priest right now. Exactly. He's great, Denise. So I've been on the Damian Priest bandwagon for quite some time. And I've been like, he was my pick for the Royal Rumble, even though I knew it wasn't going to happen. He was still Mm -hmm. my pick though. But here's the thing. Like I remember, and the first time I really saw him was in Ring of Honor. And I remember he had a match against Jay White. And my fiance and I were literally arguing because he was like, Jay White's going to be a star. Because Jay White wasn't at the point where he is now at that, at that, during that time. We were like arguing and I was like, no, it's Punishment Martinez. Like we were arguing about who was going to be the bigger star or whatever. Well, anyway, so Damien Priest goes into NXT and I just feel like I got to see so much more of him in terms of he's, you mentioned he's the type of guy that Vince likes, right? But he's also the type of guy the fans like, and that's very rare to find somebody that is both qualified in Vince's eyes and qualified in the fans' eyes because, yeah, he's a big guy. He has a great look, but he can move. And the thing about him is that he brings so much intensity to everything that he does, everything, every move, everything that he does is very crisp, very clean. And I have been wanting this for Damian Priest for a very long time. I didn't think that his run as North American champion on NXT was necessarily, uh, I don't think they went the full, the full, I don't think they, they they necessarily let him shine to his full potential in that. So I really hope that we get to see that. I know it's a long shot, but I hope we get to see that blossom even more on the main roster. And the fact that they had him come out with Bad Bunny and that they've started this association with him, it really, for the people, let's say, that don't watch NXT, if he's coming out here and he's the guy, he's the wrestler hanging out with the cool celebrities, I'm going to be like, bro, I like this guy. Like, this guy's cool. Like, he's friends with Bad Bunny. All right. Awesome. I liked everything that they did in this segment. So, yeah, I'm very passionate about how badly they booked him in NXT. He, like, they had him kind of going around, and then the Balor match, he got over. He was over after that match, and it's because he was a big, badass, cool guy doing cool moves and kicking somebody's ass, even when he lost. So they turn him babyface, and what do they do? I've mentioned this time and time again. They had him get his ass kicked a bunch by Cameron Grimes, half his size, and then Cameron Grimes quite literally let the air out of his tires, Denise. like It was almost like a metaphor. They had him slash his tires. Nothing says cool to me, Denise, like guy getting his tires slashed. That's a real, that makes you look real cool. That was so dumb. They've got to book him strong. JL says he still remembers the interview I did with him many years ago. I did. I actually, uh, that was one of them. I knew he was going to end up in WWE, so I did a making a finisher with him and then released it after he signed like a year later. Uh, Yeah, I'm pretty good at that. I've, I've still got some in the can. See, I told you that you do that. 
I do. Oh, I do. But no, I did a full interview with him. But then I was like, hey, let's talk about your finisher. And it was a completely separate thing. It was a lot of fun. AM says, Bad Bunny is a huge WWE fan. Everybody in Puerto Rico was talking today about his parents at the Royal Rumble. He's living the dream. Well, he mentioned that on Miz TV. He loves WWE, wants to be a superstar. This, this has been a good integration. Just flat out, a great integration a guy who respects wrestling, likes wrestling. There, ain't, there hasn't been anything offensive about this. Punishment Martinez or Damian Priest beat Miz. I, I don't. I could go without all the distractions and stuff. But Damian Priest is hanging out with Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny's slugging Morrison in the face with a mic. I think this works pretty damn well. It was, and I also don't want to underplay Miz's part in this too, because I actually thought that he was the perfect opponent. At first, you don't think it instantaneously, but in turn, he is, because he's one of the few guys that has a name outside of wrestling as well. You know, he has all of his shows that he's doing, his reality TV shows. He has his uh, the game show that he was hosting. So, you know, when you look at this from an outsider's perspective, more of a mainstream perspective, who do you have? You have a reality TV star that's also a professional wrestler. You have, uh, you know, Bad Bunny. And then you have, you know, this new name, Damien Priest, who you're going to be, you know, probably, I'm sure if a couple of articles will obviously go ahead and mention his name on there as well. So I kind of like saw it in that sense where I thought the placement of everybody that was selected to be part of the segment was perfectly fine. And the distractions I thought necessarily weren't terrible in this because again, it led to that spot with Bad Bunny, you know, punch, punching him with the microphone and all of that. So I liked all of this and it's just, it's pretty interesting to me. I, okay. So you mentioned the fact that they're also a good integration because he's a fan. But not only that, like, yes, he's a fan and all of that's fantastic. But he's also bringing in a lot of uh, he's getting more people to talk about WWE. And we're seeing that in terms of like social media numbers, YouTube numbers. We've been seeing that as well. So it is like a benefit for both of them. It's not just a benefit for for WWE, but also for him because he's like you said, he's a fan. But in terms of WWE, it's a benefit for them because you're probably getting people that are like, oh, this WWE stuff, I didn't watch since I was a kid and now I'm watching this Bad Bunny or whatever. So you get both sides of it. And I think they're both, uh, both sides are benefiting from this. And that's very rare. That doesn't always happen with every single celebrity appearance. Yeah, we have a bunch of super chats here. Evan Wright says his ROH run was a great formula for WWE. I agree. Uh, Drew Nicholas says, disappointed in wrestling fans against the Bad Bunny integration. He's a huge and major star. That's the thing. I I don't listen to his music. I didn't know much about him. It took one Google to find out how big of a star he was. He's a gigantic star. Sean, so I'm going to help put this into perspective, all right? So, because you know I love, like, music and all of that stuff. All right. You know that, okay, so Spotify last year, top 50 artists, he was number one. He beat Drake. He beat BTS, who has an insane fan base. He beat Billie Eilish, who has an insane fan base. He beat Taylor Swift, who has an insane fan base. Like, Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber didn't even make it to that list. Like, that should tell you, in terms of streaming-wise, how big it was that he actually landed that number one spot. I mean, you know that a lot better than I, so I'll delegate to you. And objectively, it it has been it has been awesome. Uh, Emma says, "What if Damian Priest pinned Roman for the title? If they can get him there, if he gets that over, if he gets that over to that point, sure. Not right now, 
But last night they had him eliminate four people. They had him do some really cool stuff. Tonight he eliminated Kane. Yeah, tonight he's back there getting the thumbs up, the handshake from Edge. Like that is a good endorsement. It's it's great. Throwback says that he's this generation of uh, Razor Ramon, Scott Hall, just with his swagger and physicality. It's a, it's a very, very apt comparison, one that a lot of people make and one that I agree with. Ryan Lambert says, can we hope Priest takes money in the bank off Miz? I mean, the fact that people are this excited about Damian Priest, that they're saying this type of stuff, doesn't that give you hope? Can you please put that out there in your Twitter spear? Manifest that. <laughs> 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 oh I man! Will pay you. I will pay you to manifest that. <laughs> uh, Trent Gaspard says, "Priest and Bunny, future tag champs. Book it, Vince." I don't know. I, I, don't oh, I can so. only imagine how many people would be so pissed yeah, off about so. that. Holy tank! Brandon Charles Powell said, "OMG, Priest is a superstar. WWE better get this right." That's the thing. There's the immediate fear, like how are they going to mess this up? But but we've seen them do it on NXT. They've messed it up on NXT in the past. If they pull the Braun Strowman stuff, like Miz and Morrison are outside in a surveillance van messing with his car and all that, like they did with Braun, it ain't going to work. None of this Law and Order stuff that they were doing with Otis. <laughs> None yeah. of that. No, but I think based on based on one night, and I know that's not a lot, but based on tonight and the fact that they did, again, this whole collaboration with Bad Bunny and incorporated Damien Priest into that, I think it's a good sign of how they're feeling about him. Karen Riddick says, assuming his push lasts more than a few weeks, I could see Priest be the one to pin Lashley for the U.S. title. I could see that, too. I, I feel like it's eventually going to be Riddle, but I could see that happening, Denise. I could see it too, and I would like it. Injection 2K says, uh, actually, no, we've already read that one. But uh we're we're here at the <laughs> we're here at the uh Alexa Bliss match. Actually, Ryan Lambert says, ask Steven Larson about their priest donut story. Ooh. I gotta I gotta ask. I love those guys too. And Nerd Guru says, please know six weeks of jobbers for priest. If it's him doing a couple cool moves and not selling a bunch, then I'm I'm all right with it. But Alexa Bliss beat uh, Nikki Cross. I'm not I'm not in on the Alexa Bliss stuff. It's not for me. More power to you guys if you like it, but not for I me. I don't hate it, and I don't love it. I feel like I haven't necessarily decided, and I also feel like there are certain weeks where I'm cool with it, and then certain weeks where I'm like. I'm not, I I could care less. I think I'm more fascinated by the fact, I think I'm more fascinated by what Alexa Bliss can do and what's in her arsenal. I think that's what necessarily has my interest, not necessarily the big picture of it all. It's more of just like what she can do with the character that fascinates me. But I mean, everything else, it's just, it's just there. I don't know who's really, who this is for, like who is the, target audience for this like i don't know who that is 
I do see this doing, I could see them doing something in terms of having Alexa Bliss. Like ha- the only, the only pro that I can see of this is like, you know, when you go to a hot topic and you see like all of these like cool, you go to hot topic all the time. Right. Okay. You see like all of these like cool <laughs> sections that are like dedicated to somebody. You have your Alice in Wonderland, your Riverdale section. The only cool crossover that I can see of this is I can see them doing something with Alexa Bliss like that, where they have, you know, her little black, um, like overall dress that she wears, I can so see them selling that, marketing it out like that, you know, with all her gear and different stuff like that. That's like, that's like my vision of what I think would be something that they could do out of this. I don't know. It's just an idea. Well, Nikki ends up eating uh, the old Velveteen Dream DDT after a bunch of wardrobe changes. This isn't for me, but I'm glad Nikki Cross is on TV. So I'll say that. But then she we got – go she ahead. She is on TV when it's like anything that has to do with Alexa Bliss. Other than that, they haven't really found anything for her, which is unfortunate. Daniel Bush says, haven't watched almost a year. What do you think of Alexa Bliss's storyline so far? Again, it's not for me. I don't like it. I can definitely see that there are a lot of people that do like it. I'm not one of them. How I about you? I, well, I said that I'm okay with it sometimes. <laughs> Well, what about in this main event? All right. In this main event, I think that I wasn't really as interested in the first portion of it. Once she actually started doing the changes, it was more that I was more focused just because I wanted to see how they were going to do it and what she was going to do and what they actually had planned. So it's more of I was interested in the execution of what they were going to do. So it's a different interest than, oh, I'm really interested in this. But I was more interested on the execution side of how they were going to do this, if that makes any sense at all. It was like a different type of interested. Yeah, I liked this match. I'll say that. It was cool to see Edge playing some of the hits. But this end was so, like, she's got this shit going out of her mouth. Um not for me. Again, like, I'm not going to sit there and say, oh, my God, that's so stupid. I don't like it. I do think it's stupid. But I see that they're catering to a much different audience than what I am. <laughs> it is, is that audience, though, Sean? Not me. I'm that audience. Not Maybe me. we're just two old people. No, I mean, it's, it's just. It little boys, little girls. I don't know. I don't know. Somebody says, do you, you don't like horror films? This is a wrestling show. This is you not don't a like horror, horror and wrestling. I, I mean, <laughs> sometimes I do, if it makes sense. I liked old Bray Wyatt as guy. You believe like, Hey, you don't want to end up next to his house in the woods and his family. Like something might happen there as in like, I, I, I don't, it's just not for me. Not, just, not my thing. I think you'd be surprised. And it's unfortunate that we don't have live events. Be surprised with what? Well, I'll tell you. Be surprised that people are interested in this. And this is what I want to get into. So the fact that we don't have live events, usually at live events when I go to shows, that's when I start realizing who really is popular. Because, you you know, you see the t-shirts, you see what's being sold, you see what people cosplay as. So it sucks that we don't have that right now because I would feel like I would be able to make out this whole Thing with Alexa Bliss a lot better I'd be able to know who really is interested in this because you'll see it when you're at those events and that's one of the things that we aren't able to see and you can only tell so much from social media obviously you could tell from social media but based on my timeline feed it's very mixed and today a lot of people did not like the Alexa Bliss thing but I do think that 
social media and live events and the people that go will tell you probably two different stories. I mean, I'm not surprised that people would like this. This seems like a very clear thing that, that like, what, does anybody hear? And, and somebody, somebody's trying to go with this shit. Now, this is stupid. Saying, oh, his house burnt, Sean. I didn't like that either. I did not like that either. Just because I liked one aspect of the Bray Wyatt character, they're creepy backwoods guys, does not mean that I'm like, oh, well, I'm okay with his house being burned. That's fucking arson. That doesn't make sense within the context of the show. Randy Orton breaking in, or Triple H breaking into Randy Orton's home did not make sense. There are some things that just don't make sense. And I'm like, ah, you know what? Maybe burning a human alive doesn't make sense on a show. There, there's, I've been very clear about that. There's just some things that I'm like, it, it, you throw a fireball at somebody's face. I'm like, ah, I could buy that. Burning someone alive. Nah, that's probably where I'm like, eh, not going to work for me. If it works for somebody else, more power to them. Stellar Justin Lopez says, Hallelujah, we're not getting Edge versus Orton at Mania again. That was a relief. I did not need to see this. I did not need to see Edge just facing Orton for a year and a half. Right. And see, the thing about this match is that I I was kind of like hoping that it was already wrapped up in a nice pretty bow and we were done with it. But I was like, all right, for what it is for this main event, I'll take it. But I won't say that I was heavily invested in it just because I was like, all right, we've played this record before quite a few times. Brandon Charles Powell says, Priest needs to just look cool, win matches, jump into hot tubs with his leather pants on. Oh, my God. And then Colt Bedeau says, Woods versus Reckoning seems to be happening on Raw next week. I don't know what you're talking about, but that ain't happening. Mia Yim tested positive for COVID the other day, so that is not happening next week. Uh, I think you mean somebody else. But uh, Evan Wright says, Raw gives me big, late WCW era vibes, scary stuff. There's some of that. I mean, there's definitely some Sting Vampiro level weird stuff going on there. And again, it ain't for me. He challenged her on Raw Talk. They ain't going to face each other next week. She tested positive for COVID on Saturday. For the love of God. Guys, please leave a thumbs up. Please subscribe. Please check out my Shaza McKenzie interview uh, later this week. They could possibly do it if she's only doing the 10-day the 10 day because i know some people do 10 days some people do 14 days counting. they ain't doing that there ain't no way ted gruber says srs kind of like when sci-fi wanted ecw fantasy yeah hated that too hated that too matt castleberry says that his kids ranged 8 to 11 or 8 to 12 are in love with it it's the only reason they watch raw i mean if that's the why are you pointing at me like I don't know this or something, Denise? Because I, I said, said it. I was like, oh, boy, little boys, little girls. I don't know. We're maybe talking about I, it. I said, not me. I'm not a little boy or a little girl. Yeah. <laughs> Alec Farmer says burning people alive really gets you heat. Alec Farmer's on a roll today. Anyway, Denise, tell the people where they can find you. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo, youtube.com slash Denise Salcedo. Please come check out my channel. There's lots of awesome stuff on there. And I'm going to be posting a lot more on there. So please check it out, youtube.com slash Denise Salcedo. You can find me at fightful.com. Please subscribe to fightfulselect.com. Andre Banks wraps this up and says, as a kid, I love the teen supernatural stuff with Kane and Undertaker. 
that kind of mystique is with wrestling is gone now. It's not cool anymore. Uh, well, I mean, people are saying, dude, go watch Raw Talk. Why would, why the fuck would I watch Raw Talk? What you don't think I got better stuff to do than watch Raw Talk? Anything of note they put on Twitter. Anything. But as far as this, yes, I agree. It's a lot harder to get away with supernatural gimmicks today. Uh, I mean, it, it was way harder before the pandemic because you didn't have the benefit of editing like they do now. Now they can pull off some pretty cool stuff in between all that. I think horror movie like villain is a good way to go, but one rooted more in reality than like than a ghost, so to speak. Like you couldn't pull off the Undertaker today, but I think you could pull off the Bray Wyatt character from six years ago today. Yeah, I see what you mean. I like we said, I guess it's just give and take for some people. Who knows? Maybe the some of the supernatural stuff that you know people were into before. Maybe there was a bunch of other people out there that were complaining when that was happening. Who knows? Guys, thank you all so much. I appreciate all of you. We had so much stuff this weekend, including my package. Yeah, we're out. For your package. <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.